0: of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
1: You're listening to Screen Heroes on the Heroes Podcast Network.
2: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Screen Heroes. My name is Ray. I am one of your regular hosts. I am joined by my other awesome regular hosts, Ryan. Hello. And Derek. Hi. How are you boys? I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. Doing
1: all right. Well, yeah. Wait, which is it? <laughs> all of the above. That was really confusing, Derek.
3: <laughs> all of the above. How are you, Ryan? I'm good. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. How wait, are you? No, I'm okay. How are you, Ray?
2: I'm fine. I've had better days. I saw a random patient penis today, and I was very upset.
3: And you you work in an eye doctor, which makes that even more rare, I imagine.
2: It does. (laughs) It does. Like the
1: penis waited in line nicely, and that's why it was patient? No, no. uh, (laughs) uh,
2: So I work at an eye doctor. Patient came in for his appointment, was wearing very loose sweatpants, and no underwear and it just kind of flopped out. And when when we mentioned it. Like when we mentioned it, he was very unapologetic. He was like, Well, I'll deal with it. And were
1: like, they sweat shorts?
2: No.
3: I, I no, they, they were they had a flap of some yeah, kind.
2: Yeah, they had like the boxer flap.
3: On
1: sweatpants,
2: so yeah. okay, so I have a it pair. They were like of Star
3: the, the flannel kind. Oh,
1: lounge pants. Uh, sure, I can, I can I'm sorry. Like, no, I, I was thinking like like the old school sweatpants. You no, know what I mean? no. Okay, no. lounge pants. I can I can understand it. Lounge pants, still not good. No, you're. But
2: like the, <laughs> the gentleman was 87. Oh, well, well, so they
1: really sagged. I mean, they were hanging low.
2: Wear some underwear, <laughs> like come on, man.
1: Well, literally, come on. Don't wear lounge pants outside of your house unless, like, I women are probably it's easier for them to get away with it because they don't have something that's going to flop out but guys like that's a real thing that could happen so just
2: it was just wear them at your house and leave them it was a rough day man (laughs) it was a rough day when you just like it was a dick pic but in person like
1: and it wasn't set on purpose it wasn't so that's good at least i guess
2: yeah Oh well, well. Thought, so it's we, the
1: thought, or not, no thought. <laughs> we are
3: we are screen heroes, a movie podcast. Yes, not the <laughs>
1: not the penis discussion. Podcast.
3: Here, on I, the...
2: I feel like the more we do this, the more maybe our listeners want to hear like some personal stories. And opening mm. up with a silly anecdote is okay. always a lot of funny, podcasts so do
1: that. Actually, yeah, so sure. it's not a bad point. Yeah.
2: So I like if you guys hate it, if you never want another dick story, just let me no, know in Rachel's the Rachel's going to tell a new
1: dick story every week. <laughs> so she has a new one every week. Unfortunately. <laughs> I Not am- a new dick, but like a so- <laughs> new story.
2: I am a public cosplayer. I do get dick encounters way more than I want to.
1: <laughs> Derek gave me a look that was... Fascinating. He was very disappointed I, in I me. Just,
3: okay.
2: So, anyway, we are here to discuss the future of Marvel. So with, much Marvel lately. With Endgame uh, and uh, the new Spider-Man from Home trailer. Small little bits and pieces that we get from the Disney Plus Uh, releases, I guess, you know, small little snippets of information they give us. We're going to speculate, we're going to predict, we're going to do objective predictions as well as things we just kind of want to see as fans. And yeah, that's going to be our podcast tonight. So we'll start with a little bit of news. We have time to do news. Uh, First of all, let's see, uh, box office. Derek, you want to do the box office?
3: Sure. Let's talk box office. Let's do it. Endgame made a lot of money. Big surprise. Uh, (laughs) And that's the end of the box office. That's the only movie in theaters now. um, (laughs) Might as well be. It's doing quite well. So it made $145.8 million domestically this past weekend, which was its second weekend. So it made more in its second weekend than a lot of movies ever make, um, which is impressive. The Intruder. Made 11 million. Long Shot came out actually fairly strong with just over 10. It's actually getting pretty good reviews. That's, For
2: a rom com, yeah. that's pretty impressive. Those movies, like, while they do well on off.
3: Is that the one with Charlie Stern and yeah. uh, Seth Rogen? It is. Uh, so, so far, to kind of give you an idea here, so Endgame uh, is well over 2 billion now. It's at 2.19 um, going into now it's, its third week. It's now the second. Highest grossing movie of all time. Second highest grossing movie of all time behind Avatar.
2: It's only a few mil behind Avatar at this point. Yeah. Like in nine months, Avatar grossed this amount of money almost 3 billion, like, like 2.7, 2.8. Yeah. Right? So, so Endgame's going to do it. It's a matter of time. I think Endgame could also be like the longest straight run. It's first $3 billion movie. Like, I I think it's going to break a lot of records. I mean, the odds
3: of it being the first $3 billion movie are are pretty high. Um, It does start to get some competition this weekend with Detective Pikachu and The Hustle. Yeah. Uh, People will start seeing other things. But, you know, I mean, so... (sighs) What's interesting is if we if we take a look at the week as a whole, though,
2: um, I mean, Black Panther and Captain Marvel hit their billion well after they had been out. So even if Avengers slows down after this week, it's very likely that they'll still hit it within the first month.
3: The really impressive thing is I kind of mentioned this last week. I was curious what the drop off percentage would be, Um, because the drop off percentage is usually used to kind of mark. What people really think of a movie, because if a movie opens really big, the expectations were high. But if it was really terrible, then like nobody sees it the following weekend. Um, And in this case for Endgame, I I thought it might have a similar effect simply because everybody ran out to go see it and there wouldn't be anybody left to go see it by the second week. Um, And I mean, don't get me wrong. It had a good drop off. Fifty eight point seven percent box office drop-off. But that's a lot lower than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to break 60%. I well, there's a
1: lot of people going and seeing it three or four times. Which yep. is crazy. I don't ever see a movie more than once in theaters, really. So. We saw it twice. Yeah. Um, my cap
3: is, I've never seen anything more than three times. Um, usually I'll see something again because I'll take somebody else. Like you know nieces and nephews my mom somebody like that to um, be
1: fair now in the past you haven't had this membership that you have with amc where you get to see x amount of movies
3: no but like avatar the dark knight i've seen three times each in theaters. right but you had to pay extra yeah. for
1: each of those every time this right. you don't it's all included in your that's membership. true so that that's but a we little did, change. we did we
3: did go to alamo for the second viewing okay so we have so,
2: paid twice for it yeah we have yeah.
3: i wanted the mondo glasses and i wanted to try that they had a themed milkshake that had ca- uh, caffeine in it, it was delicious uh, the stay, stay up through the end game shake. It was awesome.
2: <laughs> Thank you to Formatted Orc, who just joined us in chat.
3: Hello. 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 Um, anyway, yeah. So not the drop off was not as big as I thought it was going to be.
2: Right. Well, that's good. That's good. So it's doing crazy. Intruder and Longshot actually did much better than they probably rightfully should have, considering they went up against Endgame in its second week.
1: The biggest movie of all time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So let's move on. Today we got news that a new Star Wars trilogy will be starting in 2022, which is
1: super surprising because they didn't they hire Ryan Johnson to start doing a, write his own trilogy, so we yep. assume that's what that is. We don't it's know. Gotta be. It has to be. That's yeah, what this I mean, is, it seems right? likely.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna get episode nine, you know, this year, of course. Um, there are some other Star Wars movies that are supposedly also in the works that are not part of this new trilogy, right? Um, so we might see
2: see other stuff fill in those blanks. Well, we know that Mandalorian debuts this year um, on Disney Plus. It's going to be available on day one. We also know that it has already be- been been uh, greenlit for a second season, mm-hmm. and we know that in Knights of the Old Republic something project is in the works. They keep using the word project, so it makes me feel like they're waffling on whether it's movie or series. I would actually prefer a series so they could do more content of it, but that's just me.
1: And also Ryan Johnson wouldn't have to be directing it. My
3: theory for this (laughs) is that they want it to be a series, but they have to wait to see what the subscriber numbers for Disney Plus look like to see if they can afford to do two hundred million dollar series for Star Wars at the same time. And if they can't, then they might have to make a movie. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm guessing is the situation. Could be. You know.
2: So a lot of Fox merger news yeah. uh the avatar sequels i guess two through four two through
3: five. Ha-
2: oh my god <laughs> have been completely pushed back like the more it gets pushed back the less i feel like it's going to happen like we make it two because it's already in production right but like has it ever gone really well when this much of a gap is in between sequels
3: well no one's ever tried what they're trying before so it, it's a 10 it, this would have been the 10 year mark for, for Avatar. Um, Zombie Lands doing the 10-year uh, sequel this year, for example. It also came out in 2009. Um, so, I mean, it, it happened. What's weird with this one is that they, they didn't just greenlight a sequel. They didn't just greenlight a new trilogy. They greenlit four more films. Well, when
1: James Cameron wants to make something, then you say, okay, James, how much money do you need? Right. I mean, usually, yeah, especially
3: yeah. when it's currently, to, at least right now, the highest grossing movie of exactly. all time. Um, so... You know, they're all supposed to still be happening. Two is in production. They've, they've even casted some new people recently, like Michelle Yeoh. Um, so I, I I would be shocked if we don't see at least three of them.
2: I don't know.
1: I don't have an opinion one way or the other.
2: I, I didn't really like the first one, but because of the hype, I always felt like I was in the minority, and that's totally fine. I don't mind it. I just feel like there is significant precedence for sequels that come out 10 years plus doing very poorly that's all i don't know sin city and um let's see anchorman godfather like it's just we
3: have toy story 3 and the incredibles
2: yeah pixar's a different kind of beast than
3: so i mean it it can Mm. be good doesn't It's not always good. I mean, Jurassic World may not have been the, the smartest movie in the world, but it did make a freaking fortune. So
2: It's just weird to me that the biggest movie in the world for the longest time wasn't capitalized right away. You know?
3: I, I mean, that was probably James Cameron not knowing what to do next with it. Yeah. Because you know? he claims that this was a story that he had spent like 20 years working on and a lot of us poked fun at that because it's essentially Fern gully. but... Um, or
2: Dances with Wolves or Pocahontas. <laughs> like, there's a lot of stories already out there that are like this.
3: Yeah, but I mean, like, it's really Ferngully. <laughs> <Like, laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, and I just think technologically, he wanted... The, the cool thing about Avatar, because I don't think the movie itself is really anything special, but the technology behind it is really
2: cool. Right. At the time, it was cutting edge. It was brand new stuff. James Cameron has always been ahead of the times as far as his filmmaking goes. But really, aside from the Terminator and Aliens, the stories that he has put out has been lackluster. And his director's cuts are notoriously worse than his theatrical cuts. He gets in his own way. I mean,
3: maybe sometimes, um, but you still have Titanic and you still have Avatar, you know, which are two massive successes. So, I I mean, I just it was a matter of time. I think maybe it took so long because he was waiting to find some next technological leap to leverage. Mm -hmm. And maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he'll use ray tracing in a movie.
2: (laughs) Who knows? Goodness. So in other Fox Disney merger news, Gambit is officially canceled. To no, no one's surprise. No one is surprised. Everybody expected it. Like, Very few people care. Yeah. Yeah. Every time they mentioned. Channing Tatum cares. Yes. He I don't even did. think
1: Channing Tatum really cares. Honestly, he's got <laughs> plenty of work.
2: I He was trying to get the hype around the Gambit thing, just like Ryan Reynolds and the Deadpool thing, but it just wasn't working out like
3: because he's not ryan
1: reynolds <laughs> and gambit is not deadpool
2: well we didn't even have a previous performance to go off of to really root for like everybody loved ryan reynolds as wade wilson in wolverine origins like even if the rest of the movie is crap everybody was like no he's hilarious so it's true. fair enough new mutants is unfortunately pushed to 2020. Another push. This is the third or fourth push.
1: And this one's a long push.
2: It April is. April
3: 2020, almost basically a full year. Yeah.
2: The movie was officially supposed to be released in August 2018. And now we're not going to see it until 2020. Movies haven't been pushed this much since like the early 2000s.
3: I'm really confused by the whole thing. Like Macy Williams was interviewed a few weeks ago about it. And she's really frustrated because they they just won't really talk about it. So even the actors don't know what's going on now with the movie. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's a relatively young cast. People age. So if you have two or three years between the reshoots, like that's probably noticeable.
2: Well, even now, like, the franchise is dead, right? Like, they're not coming back for a new mutant sequel. Yeah. Well,
3: it's- now, hang on a second. If it's really disconnected from the Dark Phoenix saga of X-Men films, they might.
1: I'm sure it's just w- a wonderful film with well, them pushing it, you know, two years. I yeah. have a
3: theory, though. There's no way that movie costs a lot to make. No. So from Disney's perspective, the loss can't be much, Right. It's got to be a drop in the bucket for them to just say, forget the movie altogether, if it's just not in a releasable state. However, if it is completely separate from the rest of the X-Men films, and they are keeping Deadpool going, keep that in mind. They're not rebooting the Deadpool stuff. So if that's the case, maybe they want to do reshoots to introduce new characters that they will carry forward in the new MCU with the X-Men.
1: That seems like a bit of a stretch, but I, maybe.
3: It I mean, like the it's only very possible reason. Otherwise, why would Disney work this hard on such a small film with characters nobody's really that invested in yet?
1: I don't know. My guess, we'll see in a year.
3: You know, that's all. Yeah. I mean, when you fair. think about what they paid to purchase the characters, the co- actual cost of New Mutants can't be very much by comparison. So, that's my theory, my hot take. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, shout out
2: to Midnight Pearl who just joined. Hi back i'm gonna start shouting out people so that people are encouraged to watch us because we're fun we're fun
1: speak for yourself i refuse to be fun all right i'm
2: fun i'm I'm all right Derek is cynical and ryan is pessimistic
1: sure among other things
2: (laughs) you're both Um, very pragmatic and realistic and
3: so in other news what else we got? I mean, oh yeah, Disney so, announced a bunch of dates for untitled Marvel films. Well, that's
2: <laughs> later on. I put that later on in the speculation thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, the Russo brothers are interested in directing a Batman okay, film now. So
1: <laughs> out of context, yes. yes, they are. But no, yes. the, this the person asked him, if you were going to direct a DC film, what sounds good to you? And they said, well, if I had to pick one, it would probably be Batman. That isn't them going. Oh man, I'm going to direct the next Batman right. film.
2: Like, no.
3: it,
1: come on. That's objection, your honor, leading the witness. Yeah. The, <laughs> they
3: Cherry just picking and
2: he- that's exactly it. Like, yeah,
1: it's fine. Like, I'm glad. I w- I would go watch that movie. Although it'd be kind of weird seeing a bunch of community people in uh, in a Batman <laughs> movie. But I
2: agree. I wouldn't like uh, that at all.
1: I don't. I don't know that their tone for for a lot of their movies that I've seen would really suit a Batman film. But I mean, I'd be up for it. They, they're good directors.
3: I mean, yeah, they have enough clout at the moment where I would certainly give them an opportunity. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's just an example of clickbaity headline stuff that constantly tries to just pit the two universes against each other. I saw a headline earlier today about BVS fans are upset at the parallels in Endgame. like, what are you even talking about? Was one of the characters
1: named Mother's name Martha or something, and they just didn't go through that? I
3: didn't give the clickbait the click. I don't – because – you guys know I'm a BVS fan. I have no idea what they could possibly be talking about.
2: Yeah. It seems like a stretch. <laughs> I'm guessing
1: it's the ending of the somebody doing the something to yeah. save everybody. Is that a parallel? I guess. Because you know, there's no other superhero or any other film that's ever done that before. So like, <laughs> clearly a parallel.
2: I, I can see why DC fans feel a little beat up here and there. And why they think that Marvel fans are a little annoying at times. But more of my nerdy friends and I have like a huge group of nerds. We have a huge circle that we cross the streams like we're fans of both and we're with able you, to with
1: g- all your friends. You're such a huge know, huh? fan, friend group. Come <laughs> oh my on. Cocky. I'm sitting over here we with have the two same friends.
2: same circle, guys. Like That's the three of us. <laughs> oh, right, That's a, it's a yeah. <laughs> That's
3: a triangle. Uh, no, it's a full circle.
2: That's a triangle.
1: No, it's just
3: another example. Just clickbaity BS just yeah. kind of drum up drama. Yeah. You know, where really
1: none exists. It just irritated me every time I saw that.
0: If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
1: Every time I saw the uh, that article get shared by somebody, I just wanted to smack them in the face.
2: Well, it's like the meme too where it's like, Marvel can make 22 films, but they'll never come close to these two masterpieces, and it's Man of Steel and BBS, and I'm like, oh, oh buddy. I would put oh. Man of Steel
1: above several MCU movies for what it's worth, but...
3: But those aren't even the two best DC EU worlds of DC films. No, no. that's true. So, you know, anybody can make a meme. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> what else All right,
2: so now we move on to Marvel news, and we're going to start our portion of the podcast where we like delve into stuff so So
3: spoiler warning for endgame just in case it's very
2: possible um we'll round it out before i go on our little break uh coming out this week the hustle detective pikachu and tolkien so check those out go see movies like we do and we're breaking we'll be back
0: the heroes podcast network is expanding with a brand new show kaiju curry house three guys from the uk will be bringing you a fortnightly show premiering on the 9th of April 2019. Our show will be discussing everything relating to kaiju, our childhood memories of discovering kaiju, our hopes of upcoming kaiju movies, where to get merchandise, lesser-known kaiju movies, games that starred giant monsters, comics, books, TV shows, art... Did I miss anything? So, we invite you to listen to our ramblings, embrace your love of kaiju, and be part of the show. Drop us a line on Twitter at UK Kaiju and support us at patreon.com forward slash heroes podcasts.
2: All right, guys, we're back, and now is officially spoiler time. So we are going to be spoiling in-game potentially. Uh, We already did that last week, but, you know, it kind of trails off into this one, as well as the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. So if you haven't seen that, invest in that really quickly.
1: It's a very cheap investment. It is. You know, three minutes minutes. of your time. Two minutes and 30 seconds of your time or so.
2: Yeah, so three minutes total with searching. It's good. All right, so... That trailer dropped, and it was huge on uh, in-game trailers, which is why why it was important that the embargo lifted today, yesterday, yeah. for spoilers, you know, for in-game.
3: It was very planned, yes. <laughs> i <I'm> sure.
2: yes. <laughs> They've never done that before. They've never had, like, a spoiler and then it lifts kind of thing. So. And they've never
1: had a spoiler warning before a trailer that I right. yeah, That, was, that interesting. was interesting.
3: I, I do want to say that, like, I appreciate they gave it the two full weekends, which is what I was saying was, a, I thought, a fair amount of time for something like this. So You felt validated? I did. I felt validated by the Russos.
2: I also feel like it was a good move to have a trailer completely void of endgame spoilers, and we had no idea when or where it was going to connect or fall in place. And then one that recognized Endgame. Like I, I like the two different trailers. Yeah. I feel like they both uh, represented the film well, as well as you know, connecting to the rest of the universe.
3: Yeah, the new trailer is really a lot of fun. It definitely gives a whole new meaning to Far From Home,
2: mm-hmm.
3: since you know, there's other Earths, guys. It's a multiverse caused by the snap. Which snap? I
2: we don't know. Don't there know were three. Yet.
3: Yeah, <laughs> we have no uh, idea. I I assume they're like I feel like they're implying that it was Tony snap, but I think it's got to be the second snap. Yeah, it's got to be Hulks, right? Well, no, I'm talking about the one that destroys the Infinity Stones. Uh, So there's actually four snaps. Oh, my God. You're
2: right. Um, I was thinking that it had to be the Hulk because they brought in new like people like right. I don't know.
3: Well, so what what the trailer says is that the snap caused like a rift essentially between the different universes in the multiverse like breaches that's fair. so that's why i was thinking it was the second step because destroying the infinity stones might have created instability in the universe
2: the russos confirmed that he just reduced them to atoms that the stones still exist they're just yeah. on an atomic level
3: and that's the conservation of matter but uh you know
1: thanks for the physics lesson russos <laughs>
2: <laughs> most of us appreciated it because we forgot about it
3: um but yeah but theoretically you know disintegrating them or whatever could cause like an instability so i wonder if that's what they're playing off of
2: i hope we figure out which one it is although if they never address which snap i'll be fine <laughs> like yeah. my life will go on. i don't on. think
1: we need to waste a bunch of time on that you know right in the movie cu- maybe oh. it's
3: cumulative each snap caused more and more instability
2: starting today I mean, that
1: makes more sense to me that yeah. each one had its own bit of damage that it did
2: because you're changing the whole yeah. universe
1: timelines and everything else yeah
3: yeah. Star Trek has an episode about okay. that and warp drive.
2: It took how long? Yeah, twenty-five Wait, minutes. It, it yeah. happened. All the articles starting today, like I saw three different articles, three different people, three different websites that were like, "Where did Valkyrie get her winged horse?" And I was like, "Oh, you're really digging it at the bottom of the barrel." Like, if that was your number one problem with Endgame, it's where she got the winged horse. Like the Pegasus. Pegasus? That, no, all the articles said winged horse. So not Pegasus we have a word for it and nobody <laughs> is saying it that's why those people are asking that question because they have no idea
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> come on she's Valkyrie yeah, that's where that's she why. got the Pegasus why she keeps it, we it we in her pocket something?
1: dimension in her back pocket it's like where does Cyclops optic beam come from where does Logan's meat come from when he has to heal the Meat Dimension, <laughs> or Cyclops v- the Dimension. I think it's literally called The Meat Dimension. Join in, us in next week when we
2: rebrand Screen Heroes as The Meat Dimension. Uh, that wouldn't be <laughs> no, a bad podcast name. <laughs> um,
3: no, it's it's a cool trailer, though. I like the idea of there being multiple universes. I like the idea of them pitching Mysterio as, like, a good guy who...
1: Except... Come on.
3: Like, that
2: is Mysterio's entire shtick. Is screwing with people.
1: Lying. Yeah. Deception. Like, uh, he is
2: a fraud. He's a con man. Like, he's a trickster.
1: Nothing he said is real. He's not from Earth 2. He's not. Nothing. None of that is real.
3: Well, he's not from Earth 2. Or
2: whatever. From- well, Earth. that's the D.C. <laughs> yes. We can't use that. He's, <laughs> he's, he's not from <laughs>
1: any other Earth. He's lying about that. He's Even lying about that his t- powers. I'm sure it's true that there's other rifts or now or whatever, but yeah, he's lying about all that stuff.
2: I maintain that his powers are completely a fraud too, and that they're all smoke and mirrors because that's what it was. Or like, it's powers theft magician or something. For what it, you know? Yeah.
1: Glorified magician, and he's gonna like, go like he's doing this
2: syndrome thing where he right. wants to pretend, Create problems yeah, so that he can fix them. Poison Ivy has done that multiple times, but I'm
3: I'm thinking maybe they just maybe they don't want to go that route. Maybe they want to reimagine the character and they have an opportunity to do that now.
1: Keep your hope alive, Derek. Well,
3: that's what I'm trying. to do. I don't want to do. ruin Look, it for you. It's nice. I understand that we want our characters to be somewhat in line with their comic book versions, right? And we want costumes to be reminiscent of their comic book costumes and, and things of that nature. And he's going to have the sphere helmet, like, which is pretty cool. Um, but it would be interesting if they maybe did something different with this one because he's from a different Earth. It's the multiverse. They can do different things with it, right? They have some flexibility. And they could make him a hero.
1: Yeah, but they're not going to. like uh, so So uh... – I watched earlier Kevin Smith filmed a reaction to the trailer and knowing that he's written Mysterio before right. I was interested in what uh, he had to say about it. And he also said, yeah, that's nothing, nothing that Mysterio said or said about Mysterio in this trailer is true. So I'm
3: going to be really disappointed if Spider-Man does not go to another earth after that trailer, I will oh be my disappointed gosh. because this has really set up my expectations and at this point, this is the first Spider-Man movie I have been excited about in over a decade. Well, he looks so,
1: awesome. Like, the trailer made him look really cool. The yeah. scene where he's in the bank or whatever, or museum or whatever it is, with the iron spider suit. And he's, like, shooting webs and, like, the the tentacles are coming out and blocking stuff. And then they all, and he has a little joke with the cops. Like, that was really cool. You know, we haven't seen something like that in a Spider-Man movie before. The Tobey Maguire movies were not like that. <laughs> No, I I know. I just the
3: idea of the multiverse. I always love That part is my what I'm stuff. least
1: excited for.
3: But it's a great way for them to bring in but That has nothing to do with Spider-Man. I mean, it does. Cuz it's
1: happening in his movie, but that doesn't No,
3: I mean Spider-Man deals with the multiverse quite often.
1: Does he? I mean, I know he did I it mean, into the movie er, into the Spider-Verse movie that came right, out, but, uh, but in the comic <laughs> books, that's not like his cup of tea. So, well, I don't mean
2: <laughs> It's their responsibility as the MCU, 23 movies in, to set up multiple different platforms that they could use later on. This is a way to bring in the Fox characters if they wanted to. However, it's also a way to set up for Secret War to be the next big thing, because the multiverse would be able to bring in a ton of different characters, go off world, and you know he could do the symbiote suit and all this kind of stuff so it's it's not something that i was really a fan of especially since we've seen it kind of mishandled on flash at times yeah. like it's also been really cool on flash i so, think this stuff
1: would have been better in a know. doctor strange 2 movie Ooh, because you know that. it's bre- breaching time and space and things like that is much more of a doctor strange thing than it is a uh, Spider-Man thing. But uh, you know what? If you're excited for it, I'm not trying to ruin anything I mean, for you. Right, I like, just that's think really that's cool too that much.
2: That you're excited about a Spider-Man movie yeah. when you haven't been. So, yeah, you know, I'm that's nice. I'm excited about all the
1: stuff you guys
3: said isn't going to happen. So that's cool. Oh
2: no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, they, they could easily take Mysterio and have him be this phase as Loki where he's the likable trickster. I would think that's already treading on ground, but Marvel loves their formula. They love it's,
3: it. It's fine. I have other movies.
1: It's fine. His suit looks really cool. <laughs> it does. I mean, this is our first really clear look at it, mm-hmm. and it, it looks really neat. Very it Asgardian.
2: hmm Absolutely. So Which
3: we should probably really move on to our Asgardian. main
1: topic.
2: Yes. Well, that that was part of it. So what does Endgame and the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer mean for the future? We have four shows 100% locked down for Disney+. Plus. They're filming as we speak kind of thing. Um two shows are still planned, but the hundred percent part is waffling here and there. So they're more like seventy five percent. What storylines do you think they could adapt for Loki? Where do you think they're taking his character now?
1: Well the rumors are that he's going to like famous uh landmarks in history. I don't know okay. to do what I don't know. I well, what know. would you that like to rumor. see with it? What would I like to see with that? Not yes. that. Oh, not a local <laughs> series at all, really. I mean, I'm going to watch it because I like Tom Hiddleston. And, right, and, like he and the draws character. the end. But it's the character. You know, I, I don't see how he's going to carry his own show very well.
3: Well, but. it's only
2: six hours. I mean, well, so. the first
3: season is only six hours. I mean, they can always bring him back if it does well, right? But, I mean, my my problem here with his show and it's also it might be a problem with WandaVision, but I don't know enough about it yet to be sure about this, is how the the timeline works post end game, right? So a few factors that are important here. First off in Endgame it's now the year twenty twenty three, so they're like perpetually in the future. But Loki went missing in twenty twelve. So his show could take place after that point or any other t- well, I mean, he doesn't. He can't time travel with just the tesseract, right? No, so. the
2: tesseract is space. You right. can only so, go.
3: So he has to be somewhere between 2012 and 2023. I would imagine, unless they do a prequel before the MCU, which I guess they could do too because he's very old. Um, but I just I'm a little concerned about it because what is. If he inter- is he going to interact with stuff that we've already seen happen as an excuse for cameos, or is he going to be completely doing his own thing? Because if he's doing that, what keeps him being a good guy?
1: Who it, says he has to be a good guy? I th-
3: I think what was really compelling about him throughout the MCU was the back and forth, the idea right, that...
1: Right, the Magneto Xavier thing.
3: Now that got... <laughs> but somehow it <laughs> didn't get that old so and boring. Much. But we're about to know? get
1: six hours of that in the Loki show. But
3: are we, though? Because he doesn't have anybody to keep his, keep a conscience going. He doesn't we don't know. Music. We
1: don't know what other characters are going to be traveling with him. Not, yeah, I doubt the show true. is just going to be him like, well, and no one I, else.
3: Obviously. I just met the people he cares about. His
1: mother's not there.
2: This is a good place to bring in Amora. Enchantress? Like...
1: The one that was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, the
3: one
2: no, that was in Suicide completely. Squad. No, <laughs> completely. Stop it. You're both wrong. Well, the no. Enchantress
1: was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, there was a character was called that in Agents yeah, of S.H.I.E.L.D. In the Lady Sif episode.
2: No, you're right. You're right, but it, it wasn't. So
1: she her. wasn't an Asgardian.
2: It wasn't going to be her. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I doubt they would reuse different... that
1: actress or anything anyway, yeah. but that was a weird storyline in the show. Not the best. I mean,
3: what do you want to see with Loki?
2: I would rather see old Norse tales stuff on Asgard as expensive as it would be that uh, were marvelized you know like my favorite part of the asgardians is the norse mythology and uh, when they play that up and put their own comic book twist on it it's fun it's fun like i don't want to see loki drop down in world war ii i don't want to see him meet abraham lincoln (laughs) or uh, queen elizabeth like i would rather see him in space like Asgard knows about other planets and they can travel to other planets and you know why not see him in any of the other nine realms like let's do that instead
3: I think would be a poor decision he has no reason to stay on Earth
2: right like he doesn't care about Midgard he says that multiple times
3: and this is post Avengers so he's already gotten beat up by Hulk so he's probably not that interested in staying around but
1: Hulk is in space too depending on what time it is (laughs) (laughs)
3: Well, that's, again, you know, uh, part of the timeline problem. Um, So, so, okay. So we also have the Captain Falcon Winter Soldier, possibly Captain America show. Right. Um, I have a theory for it. Go for it. So my theory is that we see Sam being very reluctant to take on the mantle of Captain America post-Endgame, right? Right and Bucky trying to be supportive of that, you know, because I think he, he and Cap had a separate conversation. Um, and we see it by the end of the first season, we see Sam take on that role that leads into his own Captain America film, which would be the fourth Captain America movie. Did
1: we, do we know that Bucky and him had had their own conversation?
3: I don't, we don't know that, but ba- based on seeing end game again, I was re- I really paid attention to the end and, it, it's pretty freaking clear that bucky knows exactly what's going on in that scene between when cap goes back in time and old cap shows up like bucky seems totally aware of everything that's so, happening
1: so so you're saying that like bucky and cap had a conversation before cap went back yes. in time yeah. oh okay yeah. right i like, can buy that i was like you're going to tell me he was talking to old man cap somewhere no. in that timeline and <laughs> no. didn't tell anybody
3: <laughs> no 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 just like at some point in the time it took them to take the stones and build the new time machine. Uh, Sometime between them, Bucky and and Cap had a couple of drinks and they were having conversations and made these decisions.
2: I actually, like, the on the second rewatch. I don't think they did. I just think Bucky knows his friend after all these years. I'd buy
1: either one of those.
2: Like the unspoken conversations that friends can have. Like, I just feel that Bucky knew he was saying goodbye to his friend forever. At that point. Derek
1: Derek and I were having a conversation about you right then while you were saying that you didn't even hear.
3: But I'd be okay with that aspect of it. It's the, it's afterwards when old cap shows up with the shield and Bucky goes to Sam and he's like, go to him or whatever right? yeah that was like, weird for me that's a very much i know what's happening line. so
2: the reason why in in my explanation why that worked is because sam clearly didn't know what was going on <laughs> sam was very, was very confused he was confused he was upset he thought that hulk hurt captain or something like that so uh, since bucky had it like figured out i think he told sam to go so that he could have his questions answered I don't believe that if Bucky had went to Bucky would have gotten the shield. I don't think Cap was just there waiting for the first person no, I, to come along. So I wasn't. <laughs> I wanted accusing... Hulk
1: to come up and be like,
2: "Steve,
1: right. take the shield."
2: I wasn't going to accuse you of that at all. <laughs> for Ant Man, I, I just like that's where my head's at. Because a lot of people were like, "What about Bucky?" I'm like, "Well, in this one,
3: <laughs> like even like Sam looks back at Bucky after he's offered the shield, and Bucky just kind of like nods. Like it's just the way Bucky handles those three moments." Feels very much, I'm aware of this scenario. Yeah. You know, and that... Well, I don't
1: think Rachel is arguing that he wasn't aware. He just didn't have a conversation, is what she's saying. He was able to read his friend. That's a lot of reading a friend. Those three moments are a
3: lot. Oh, I don't know. They've known
1: each other for a long time.
3: Yeah. But, well, I mean, they have and they haven't. Like, they've known each other for a long time, but not... The actual timeline I of mean, the movie 90 years,
1: you know. But they haven't known d- each other. For I don't
2: 90 know. Years. We honestly don't know how much time took place in between the uh, big battle for, you know, the snappening or something the like snap, that. The snappening. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. But. Tony's funeral. So I don't know. A lot could have happened. It could have been days. It could have been a week. Everybody is still there on Earth. Nobody has left. And there's a lot of space people. So I imagine it was only a few days.
3: Well, we don't know when the time jump happens either when he goes back in time. That's true. I mean, it's it's in a wooded area. We don't know that that's Tony's house, right?
1: By the way, we had this question last week when we did our review. If all those actors were on set for the funeral.
2: Yes. They all were. They were.
1: That's insane to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, me too.
1: That must have been a difficult thing to schedule. I, I mean, probably would have bet money if somebody had asked me that they weren't all there. But it turns out they were. That made yeah. that shot a lot easier, though, I bet. Oh, well, sure.
3: <laughs> it's, it's a nice shot. It looked good. So yeah. I was impressed that, that they had... I assumed as well that they had just... Post- Some of those people were probably there and then they pasted it. Right. right. Um. right. Anyway, I don't want to yeah, harp sorry. too much no, on that. No, you're good. You're good. My thought process, though, is that... Um, the first season of this show will really focus on Sam becoming Captain America, and that'll lead into his own
1: film.
2: I agree. I think it's a really great kind of like
1: when they release comics leading up into a movie that kind of fill in some of the yeah, gaps. Exactly. I, I can see yeah. them doing that. That's not. The, that's that's a pretty probably a pretty good bet. There's going to they... be
2: a lot to touch on too, because that just won't be the only story arc. It'll also be the two of them mourning their best friend. Sure. As well as maybe a little bit of resentment on Bucky's side of why he didn't get to um, be Captain America or maybe not. Maybe they don't do that at all. I'm actually hoping they don't. Resentment's never a good look on anybody. I don't think, they and I
1: will. think he understands why. I mean, I don't know. We I would all think kind that,
2: of understand why. Yeah, I,
1: I would. I just, I would think that in universe, if if this thing had happened that Derek's talking about, where there had been time and they had had a conversation, then he probably would have gotten an explanation from Steve as to why he. Plus, I mean, Winter Soldier is more interesting than Falcon. taken side by side, so Falcon becoming Captain America makes him more interesting than Winter Soldier.
3: So. I agree. And let, let's not forget, too, and we, I doubt we'll ever see this, but off camera, Cap is still there. Old Cap is around to grab a beer and have conversations if he yeah. is upset, Let's if they haven't had that conversation. You know, it's not like he just vanished or anything like that. I don't think we're ever going to see it. No. You know, but...
2: But they could reference it off screen right. all the time, and it totally worked.
1: I wanted to see him walk away with, like, a walker in,
2: like, the oh. tennis balls. <laughs>
1: I I do think it would have been cool to see
3: him get up, and he still has the hammer, and he walks off or something. Would have been. He just kept it. Yeah, he kept it it all these years.
1: Screw you, Thor! You don't need your hammer.
3: (laughs) Well, look, but see that's that's part of the time travel problem, right? Because if you have to return the hammer, then I would imagine Gamora killing her past self would be a problem. Nebula, sorry, like you know what I mean? Like all those
1: women characters all look alike. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah the, even the blue and the green ones um well he's
2: color deficient <laughs> that's true like, <laughs> he's got those glasses i'm not now, though.
3: i'm not blue green colorblind that's not really a thing
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> all right we're spending anyway. too much time on cap and falcon all right so but, then
3: that gives us wandavision
2: yeah watching their friendship grow will be good yeah so wandavision i can't um, believe that's
3: the name of the show <laughs>
2: yeah first of all that's awful yeah it's absolutely awful uh second of all all of us really liked Vision. I think we're glad to see him back. And Derek
1: actually bet that he would be returning in, uh, we'll in s- Endgame, and he did not.
3: Beca- well, okay. I was hoping that they were going to bring him back because this now kind of forces them to just do a... A mid-quel show in the two or so year gap between. Well, it's Civil not War and though. Infinity it's a set War. in the fifties. That's not what she said. No, it's fifties
2: it style. Uh, Elizabeth
1: Olsen oh, said okay. it'll have
3: a fifties so, vibe. So I feel and everybody like everybody ran with that as it's saying it's in the nineteen
2: fifties.
3: <laughs> uh, not... That makes me less excited <laughs> for it,
1: honestly, because I, uh, I love period pieces, especially in that time. Frame. Well, the
3: period piece thing made no sense to me though, because how did they get there? And how That's is true. Vision alive? I mean, Scarlet Witch is
1: very powerful though. Yeah, so I mean, she who could knows? alter
2: reality to the point where everybody just thinks it's the fifties. It wouldn't. That's be actually cool. be that's interesting but it's like her powers basically are supermans to a certain degree like she can do whatever she wants at whatever time it's just you know not super strength but she has like impenetrability yes super telekinesis and, yeah, and reality altering and chaos can magic she kiss and, like,
1: people and make them forget
2: i mean why Could not she throw
1: a cellophane s
3: no S, no character. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> that's a deal breaker for me. Um so here I mean so my my issue with the WandaVision show is that it's actually two characters I really am very much interested in and to see them most likely pigeonholed to like this two year gap is a little disappointing is all.
1: Maybe it'll be like 24 where they each episode is is 24 hours oh, so that they I, can milk that for
2: I'm interested in seeing 600. where they take both okay. characters cuz at this point Uh, Vision has been very specific as like the conscience of the group like he's there
1: you could pick up Thor's hammer to
2: advocate for things and straddle the line and everything and be the mediator whereas Scarlet Witch's character has been completely defined by loss. Loss of, loss, loss of her of...
1: accent, loss of her <laughs> lover. Loss
2: I was of... going to say loss of her parents, oh. loss of her brother, loss of her... My bad. The love Sorry. of her life. You know, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> but...
1: But the accent's sad, too. Right? Yeah. It was very sad in this movie, she's yeah. She's just doing what mutants do. <laughs> Mutate.
2: So she was almost going to kill Thanos until he completely took the guns down on her and... I wish I would have seen that. Like, she could have been been more
1: interesting than him just turning into dust.
3: Could have completely
2: snapped him in half. Like, here's
3: the. There's a lot of problems that I have with Thanos in both movies, uh, Infinity War and Endgame. But the dusting is actually one of the few things I liked because I like the idea that he had to watch himself lose everything. I like that.
2: I do, too. The way you say that, yeah.
3: Because if she just kills him, and don't get me wrong, that would have been satisfying because so we wouldn't have known I paid else. more
2: attention to what happened to the Black Order this time around than I did the first time. And uh, my favorite is, so in the comics, they don't explicitly say this, but in the comics, Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight are married. And yeah, it's cute. They're a cute couple.
3: They are. Aren't they supposed to be siblings though? Or well, (laughs) no. Wait, is this Game of Thrones?
2: No, because he has kidnapped all these kids and calls them his children. Like he's never actually had (laughs) progeny. Like nobody's come from his ballsack. But I
3: know. But the idea of like step siblings getting married is still weird.
2: Uh, Anyway, you know, she is holding his body. He was. if you watched earlier okoye stabs him mm-hmm. she is on the ground holding his body and the two of them just dust away and i'm like <laughs> fuck you guys like
3: so yeah so anyway so like that in itself watching like thanos being essentially forced to watch himself lose everything is a cool moment for me i think it, like and tony gets to see it happen because mm-hmm. you know and i think it's that's a nice <laughs>
2: i'm not dead point, yet you know
3: for me <laughs> It, like, very little of it makes sense. Bring out your dad. It's the same problem. Like, it creates the same problem that I had in Infinity War with the way Spider-Man gets dusted. Is like, I don't understand why different people take convenient amounts of time for the script to dust. You right? know exactly why. <laughs> You're just upset
2: with it. Like, there's it's, a difference. it's just
3: silly. But anyway, um, so what, what do you guys want to see in WandaVision?
1: The show doesn't interest me that much. I mean, I'll watch it because they're both somewhat interesting characters, but I don't know. Vision's kind of boring for me in terms of like his personality. He doesn't really have one that we've seen. He's it's almost like he's a computer. It's like he's a computer basically. <laughs> and, uh, and Wanda is more interesting. Cause she's a conflicted character and she's yeah. very powerful, but her power levels are all over the place. And you know, I'm if anything, I'm looking for more consistency in in uh, what she can do.
2: That was my problem with Endgame. Like, why in the world did they not just sick Thor, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, and Doctor Strange on Thanos and just have them completely all together melt his brain? I mean, any like, two of
1: those should probably be able to take Right?
2: Out. They should have. Like, Captain Marvel and uh, Scarlet Witch held their own, and he had to do outside forces, like cannons from his ship and then the power stones just to get them out of the picture. But that's so. why
3: they had to write Doctor Strange into a corner where he yeah. dealing right? with They're a like, tornado the entire time. And then because he Lord. almost
1: whooped Thanos in the last movie when Thanos had four stones. By himself. By himself, yeah.
3: Right. So, I mean, like that's part of the problem, though, is by by Endgame, you've got several heroes who are almost gods.
2: Those four held their own against Thanos in one of the two movies.
3: And so you have to, like, you nerfed half of them in Endgame, right, by throwing Doctor Strange off with the tornado and then what you do with Thor, right? And then you just keep the other two busy with other stuff.
2: Yeah. It and then too you bad. gotta have like that would have been my plan the entire time. Like, okay, so you four you gotta take care of yeah, them, and, and we've got everything Cap, else. Cap
1: is the most brilliant tactician in the Marvel universe in comic books. Like, he's not an idiot. He's no. he knows what tools he has. He would not plan to have him and Iron Man and uh, and Thor walk up. <laughs> but keep in mind
3: like, that that was before everybody that's was true. back though. That's like, true. there was no time to strategize as a group because when they all show up. He, he thinks he's standing up to die, right? Because it's him versus literally. Which makes the him so much army. more
1: admirable. Well, I mean, he was already admirable. Right. Let's get real. But, but like
3: that's what that moment is, right? When he tightens the broken shield back he's up. He's willing to die. The if wide that's what it shot takes. He
2: actually right? looked painful as he I put know, it like, right? on his wound. I was like, oh, Oof. Oof. you got to do what you got to
3: do. Those two shots back to back are two of my favorite in the, in the entire saga. But. He, there's, that's it. That's his, his strategy is to stand until he's dead. Yeah. Right. And, and we then, all thought it was coming. <laughs> and then
2: everybody we
1: all shows did. up. I was so surprised know? when it didn't. But
3: that's why they had to yeah. to, to do things the way they did because they had to keep power levels set where the only two guys really fighting are Cap and Tony. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: So for the what if storyline, it's really not going to be like a lot of canon stuff. They're starting with Peggy Carter becoming, which the is king.
3: great. So for people who don't know. What if may not mean anything to them.
2: What if we're just offshoot stories, small one, two issue stories that uh, the comics writers would come up like, oh, what would happen if this character did this instead? It was in the
1: seventies when they were very high and they did storylines like, what if Professor Xavier got Ghost Rider's powers? Yeah,
3: it was back when comic books maybe took themselves a little less seriously.
2: So people are coming back. Original actors are coming back for voice work, but it is going to be animated. So Hayley Atwell uh, for the Peggy Carter story as Captain America. She'll be there. And she's, she's in, doing the voice. In the comic
1: books that she's in the Exiles has been Captain America. Mm-hmm. Multiple and then, times, uh, Yeah. Um, she's in the, one of the couple of games yeah which I think was where they first released the Peggy Carter uh, like visuals mm-hmm. of what she's going to look like as Captain just, just to clarify so what we're, the
3: fourth show is a what if animated yeah.
2: show it's it's called that it's based off of the what if storylines and, and it's the only
1: th- one that's out of launch isn't it, it that, one's, yeah. that one's no uh, that and the Mandalorian yeah. well that was the only of the Marvel yeah. shows that was
3: out yeah.
2: of launch yeah. now I imagine we'll see another show before the end of the year but
3: maybe yeah yeah there's a there's a i wouldn't be surprised if they did a beginning of the year like mid-season launch mm-hmm. of a show to kind of correspond with like normal tv schedules because as kind opposed of a to drought.
1: what like dc universe is doing where they're waiting mm-hmm. till one show ends and then starting another show this seems yeah. to be what they're doing every every time yeah. now
2: so uh the other two shows hulk and she hulk and then hawkeye are almost 100 percent confirmed at this point there are some wafflings here and there so um what do you guys want to see from a hawkeye story cuz I f-
1: not hawkeye. I, I want to see his daughter.
3: That's part of my problem. Like so, r- r- Endgame is the first time I actually was interested in Yeah, Clint, he had a really good storyline
2: in Endgame. It
3: was really good and compelling and he was interesting for the first time for me. I don't know what I want to see from him. Because he also, at this after Endgame, he doesn't really seem like the kind of guy who would want his daughter involved in anything like that. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I agree.
3: I would think he'd be done, too, just like Cap. And he earned it, you know? He had a long career, too, that we don't get to see all of. So I would imagine you go home to the farm. I don't know that there's more to tell.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's got to be a setup for a young Avengers, right? Like, the... I doubt we're going to see Kate Bishop, especially if it's leading with his daughter, or we do see Kate Bishop, and he keeps his daughter completely out of it, but it's it's got to be a setup for Young Adventures. I mean, right? I mean, Maybe the
3: show is just his daughter being I don't know. young Hawkeye. The
2: the thing is, we're going to see a different actress. It's not going to be... You think so? Well, that's Joe Russo's kid. She made a cameo in that. Yeah, it was just a cameo, and... I but think they're going to recast, most likely. get
3: their starts because it's somebody you know.
2: And then a lot of times you're Sofia Coppola, so see, we I don't w- know.
1: I, I would want them to do uh, 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 Cassie Lang and uh, yeah, Kate man. Bishop or whatever. No, I want to see those two, like the Young Avengers. What, yeah. Is Kate That'd Bishop be cool. his daughter? Do- not his daughter. Not his daughter. Okay. She takes
2: up the name Hawkeye after he dies and uh while he's presumed dead and going under the name ronan she's hawkeye and then when he wants to reclaim it she just goes by kate bishop
1: well i want to see those two the two young avengers whatever whether it's kate bishop or his daughter or whatever Mm -hmm. somebody taking up the mantle of hawkeye and cassie lang i want to see them go out together and and that would be that would be a cool start to the young avengers new characters would
2: be fantastic and they could even throw in some others like shuri could join them sure yeah that would
1: be great too any of that
2: and that way you don't have to wait for shuri to take over for black panther she can already have her own thing which is what fans want
3: see i want shuri to basically take not not actually be iron man but basically take over that role like iron heart or whatever i mean it doesn't have to be Ironheart. rich right? and
2: she's smart she's and she's the only she's one techie. she's like, the only one
3: intelligent enough to build technology like that yeah. she's the only one who could pull it off and i think that losing that symbolism of those suits that people have come to just know as part of the MCU, would be missed, and she could do it without having to stay in her brother's shadow.
2: I would be completely fine with that. It would be a whole new direction. It would be a lot of fun. It would
1: be way different than the comic books. So that yeah. Yeah, would be nice for people that are comic books fans. They'd not know what is coming. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: there's not that treading in, on. Yeah, right, you
2: know? in comic books, it's very usual for the family to stay together you know the batman's children becomes a robin you know and they all
1: stay in gotham and never yeah, leave
2: which in, sometimes
1: they go to blood that's <laughs> true in
2: real life there would be a mix of both you know like we see as a joke chris pratt's son's favorite character is captain america and he jokes about it every year when his kid dresses up as captain america but that would happen in real life so if shuri was inspired to become an iron type character because she has vibranium tech and she's rich enough and she's smart enough then you know that would be really cool and it'd be more reflective i think of what would actually happen
3: there's some there's some cool like some wish list stuff that i had involved her character a bit like this iron man kind of route for her i think would be super cool and a way for them to do something that kind of harkens back to the comics without having to pay a fortune is they could turn tony into an ai which happens in the comic books and he could do the voice work which takes two or three days and you don't have to pay him 50 million dollars but you can keep certain aspects of the mcu moving forward and you know maybe she finds a file or something or she creates it herself it seems like she might be capable of doing that on her own right and you could kind of continue that
2: so uh yeah disney announced today all of their dates for the next four years that With they, no titles attached. No titles. <laughs> and this is every date they announced stuff for Pixar and Star Wars and uh, Disney animated as well as Marvel. But they specifically listed out which ones are which, and eight of them were reserved for Marvel.
1: How many a year was it? Three.
2: So two. twenty twenty has two, and then twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two go back to three. So uh, we haven't had a two film year from marvel since 2016 when it was civil war and dr strange
1: well, endgame will have made enough for two movies so <laughs> i think that's, <laughs> that's true well, this right. Three. Even. this year has three yeah, yeah i know but yeah, i'm you know, saying it'll uh, carry over.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, i'm sorry it's got to be black widow and the eternals since those are the ones that they are for casting and filming like those have got to be it right Maybe I mean,
0: it could be dr strange be next one.
3: it could be dr strange
2: you yeah, have well, I, most of
3: your cast for Or that Black Panther out. Two. I like, feel like I
0: mean,
2: 2021 there's... is Shang Chi, Black Panther Two, and Doctor Strange Two. Probably.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, part of me thinks that that if they can get a script together for Doctor Strange, they might want to fast track it because otherwise, what that means is in 2020 you end up with one movie is a character who's no longer alive in your story, and the yeah. other is no, a they brand confirm is
2: just done, right?
3: And then the other is a brand new introduction, so that's not a strong box office for them bringing dr strange in who saves the day and is kind of your lead hero you know in a lot of ways because captain marvel is going to be off earth a lot yeah right i think would be a strong box office decision if they can pull it together
2: yeah yeah that's a good plan they have a script in in place they could easily start going you know they have most of their cast returning as opposed to having to cast new faces so i just i wait
3: I feel like if, if I was Marvel, that's what I would want to have happen, is to get Doctor Strange out in twenty twenty. And I but. feel
2: like starting in August, we're gonna see a roadmap. They'll have a big press well, conference they said
1: after uh, after Far From Home comes out, right? Because that's the end of Phase Three that mm-hmm. they'll that they'll announce their upcoming slate. Yeah. So I'm assuming that something happened. I'm ass- maybe it's the multiverse thing happens in Far From Home, or then it won't be such a surprise when the X Men are coming, or something like that. You know?
2: Yeah. Well,
3: they, I mean, they basically said the X Men are are not part of the current five year plan, which means I don't see them in the next two years. There's no way. Okay, didn't have to be X Men, Fantastic yeah. Four, or whatever right, else. Right.
2: They said nothing about Fantastic Four or Doctor Doom, so I imagine like he I, would be a great. I really want to C- see. Uh, yeah. Black Panthers villain be Dr. Doom, the two of them being kings and rulers of made up countries. And like, you could get some fun bureaucratic. We could
1: intricacies. have another Star Wars episode one. We could no, have, uh, no, you know, it's going to be better than that. Yeah, trade negotiations. <laughs> uh,
2: you know, it's going to be better than that. But can you imagine, you know, Victor Von Doom and, uh, T'Challa up there at the UN just having like a spat. So they hate each other on a personal level and then on a superhero level as well.
1: Can we keep it the same actor as the original Fantastic Four movies?
2: Oh, Julian McMahon? You want him back? Like, so, what's no, the not matter really. with was, you? I, that's in my head what I'm picturing.
1: And I'm not liking it as much.
3: I saw an article but the the, pay, the my, my feed reloaded and I didn't get to click on it. But Chris Evans may have said something that had oh to do with wanting to come back as... as no, as he human said he torch. thought it would be
1: really fun to <laughs> d- to play both of those roles on screen at the I'm same time. I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine I'm with it. I'm not really. Because he wasn't... I mean, he was fine as Johnny Storm, but it just was a I brown feel brown like only day.
2: if they let... Uh... Michael B. Jordan do the exact same thing. Yeah, if they're, they're both two Johnny Storms from fantastic. different worlds and they come across their, uh, oh, God. <laughs> their Eric Killmonger and Steve Rogers and they're like, whoa! <laughs> like, it's a total it. It'll be like a Spider-Man meme
3: yeah. <laughs> they're like, Yeah, if if the MCU doesn't pull off that Spider-Man meme at some point, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sad about that. So we totally glossed over the the Hulk She-Hulk show
1: because it was nothing is really confirmed about it. They
3: did confirm the Russo brothers did confirm that Hulk's injury from the snap is permanent. Yes, which I think is an interesting character point because
2: it does mean that Professor Hulk is sticking around if they continue to use him he's not going to be their big tank anymore and with captain marvel there i eh, kind of makes sense i get it so it it leads the way for him to be the brains behind everything and uh the leader and he can pass the torch for big angry tank monster to his feel, cousin am
1: i am i just I don't know Spider-Man that well. Is he not as smart as I think he is? I feel like in the comic books, he was always portrayed as very, very smart. Peter Parker's it- oh, an Peter? intelligent
2: guy. He's a little inventor, but he's like middle of the road. Like the In the comics, the top three smartest people...
1: Reed Richards.
2: Reed Richards, uh, Hank Pym, and Tony Stark for the longest time. And then they came out with uh, saying that Moon Girl, the eight-year-old black girl from New York, was smarter than all three of them. And that was much more recent. Well, we right. know
1: Shuri is smarter than than uh, any of them right now that are alive. So, I mean, I don't yeah. know why she wouldn't be the, uh, you know, Right. Brains. I'm with you there. I mean,
3: the, the Hulk storyline kind of they're, funky. It's just that
2: they're different. They're different kinds. Like, she is, she's tech, and he's not really tech. He's more anatomy he's and He's definitely not time travel. No. He almost new. figures
3: it out. Uh, but he does say, like, in, in the, the cafe scene, and the diner scene, that it's not his area of expertise. And they, they have tried to make those separations in the MCU over the years, even though it kind of gets blurred from time to time. But I just I don't know that it's it's a very expensive CGI character that can't do anything more than be a scientist now
2: yeah and that's
3: kind of an interesting creative
1: decision
2: and they wrote him into the part where he's permanently the cgi character we can't like he's not supposed well, well. To. in the
1: comic books doesn't he get separated out into two separate entities at one point and,
3: and they could and, do that yeah they I mean, totally could they they merged the two off screen they can bring them back off screen you know like they so could
2: do that too my
3: biggest confusion about this show is We've never really heard about what the universal contract is for a serialized medium, right? We've always we've known that Universal owns Hulk, and Marvel can't make solo Hulk films. He can only be in forty percent of the movie or less. Well, because they need a, a deal every time with Universal, yes. right? So the question is, if they can't make a solo film with the Hulk. What what does that mean for a serialized? Series, I believe
2: it means Universal and Marvel are coming to a deal because the more time passes, the more rumors about Namor are popping up, too. Like, rumors, murmurs, casting information. Like, but
3: Universal can do that without Marvel. Universal owns Namor.
2: No, that's what I mean. Like, I believe a deal is coming. And they're going to reveal it soon. Like the Marvel and Sony, like the Disney and Fox. I think they're coming to an agreement and we just don't know the details yet. Because the more time passes, the more information we get about other characters, including Namor. Yeah. We might be seeing a Hulk movie with Abomination and the leader and that's what they're doing.
1: You talked about glossing over that. Well, how about we didn't even talk about any of the shows that are on hulu that are coming up that are in the mcu uh, ghost rider is one oh, and right. then the howard the duck show and that whole whatever that group is yeah. called i don't even remember
3: and then yeah i, I totally forgot about all
1: that yeah like i that mean also. that's all i mean MCU. cloak and dagger Patton
3: and the runaways Oswald's are still there be, uh, right Patton Oswalds gonna voice mordock right on those, Mo-Dock. Mo-Dock, excuse
2: me on one of that's those shows pretty good I actually heard. that's a good yeah. casting
1: but, you know, they said that the Ghost Rider is Robbie Reyes. It's going to be in the show, but yeah. it's not the same Robbie Reyes that was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is kind of which confusing. Which I thought it was the same actor. It is the same actor.
2: Then that's dumb. What?
3: what, what? Yeah. So it's the same actor. It's the same version of Ghost Rider, but it's not but that a, incarnation of that version of Ghost what,
1: Rider. That's what they said. I, I don't understand it either. Hopefully hopefully it was a miscommunication somewhere. Yeah, that's seems... Because I actually really liked him. He looked really cool. For a TV budget as Ghost Rider, it looked Better than the Nick Cage movies. Like
3: it just seems like overly convoluted to be like, yeah, we're gonna keep you and we're gonna keep the character you were playing, Gabriel Luna. I think is it's the not actor's That name. same version it just seems unnecessarily convoluted. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's it's a very weird situation. But all those yeah. are in the MCU as well. So I I wish I would go with a Johnny Blaze show because Johnny Blaze is you know when you think Ghost Rider that's probably yeah. who you're thinking of and you know everybody loves a good motorcycle. Uh, that's true. So. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean... You can talk crap on the Nicolas Cage version, but there was some cool stuff. I like the in original. Movies. It's yeah. it's
3: pretty campy and silly now, but you know at the time.
1: But Nicolas Cage is perfect for campy and silly, wow, and yeah. so he embraced that, and those movies were good. But yeah, I, I mean, all those shows. There's it's not just Howard the Duck. What's isn't there? A, like a whole group that's coming together or something. I can't remember the name of it. It's a
3: yeah. I'm drawing a blank on it. I think that's Marvel the one that is. It's in. like
1: they were doing the Defender. It's the Offenders, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah. 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 Um. Thank you. Because I was like, it's yeah. the Defenders, but yeah, it is the off the offenders the show offenders, yeah i'm pretty
3: sure that's the one that modoc is in
1: that yeah and oswald is voicing there's some other characters that i'm not familiar with but... and those
2: are going to be slightly more adult shows because right. they're on hulu and disney is now like they own a controlling stock in hulu and there's they're looking they're to buy, buy all of it yeah So they'll have two streaming networks and three different cable television and one network and it's fine,
3: guys. It's totally fine for the industry, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. So here's a question.
3: So Howard the Duck is getting a show on Hulu.
2: It better be Seth Green.
3: It's supposed to be the MCU, right? And he exists in the MCU as Seth Green, voiced by Seth Green. So the question is is that the Howard Duck we're going to get. Well,
1: everything is a rip in time and space now, so who knows? All this could well, be that's different. That's true. It could be a completely the, different thing. They have this cop-out anytime they want to do something like that. Now, yeah. like, now they're also saying that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not going to reference this any of the stuff that happened in yeah, Endgame. I,
3: okay, I heard that today. I wanted your take on that because I, I haven't been watching I haven't SHIELD,
1: even so. watched the trailer for Season 6, although I'm very excited for it. I've really liked all the, all the seasons so far. But yeah, that's really weird. I don't understand that
2: I'm okay if it exists outside of it, but don't tell me that it's part of the MCU. And, That's the thing. Like, is in
1: the beginning, it was like, they're all connected. That was the quote that they all kept sharing. It's all connected. It's all connected. They had like the cleanup from uh, Thor the Dark World. Right. That was a big part of the show. And they had the stuff that happened in Winter Soldier. Yep. And now you're going to say like the biggest two <laughs> Avengers movies that have happened in the entire series are, are not going to be referenced at all. Well, maybe yeah. they have... the single
3: largest event to ever happen in that universe. I mean, I mean maybe,
1: maybe this stuff takes place before... Uh, Infinity Infinity War. It's possible, although I'm pretty sure in this last season they referenced Thanos was in Wakanda because the guy that played gravit Gravitron, graviton uh went to go fight him and then they had to stop him before because he would rip Thanos apart based we, on the power. We letter. can't have that happen, right? He was <laughs> sure insanely he powerful. Like he'll crack Earths with his mind. So Jesus, yeah. But so I don't really know how they're going to do that, but. I don't know. I think they're just going to ignore it and do the show because no, they've got two fine. more seasons. Like they've it's,
2: got a decent amount of stuff to go off of anyway. They yeah. have a good thing going. They have like, all the
1: inhuman stuff yeah. they can do, and you know,
3: yeah, it's just it's just confusing for a lot of people. And they've come out and said that like the Disney Plus shows are supposed to be much more connected and closely tied to the film, which is they weird. Better, and like, like I thought that was the point. The whole that's the, whole the same time, thing though, they were supposed right? to do with Agents of Shield, yeah. And that was what they were like originally. It was Pitching. the Defenders too. Yeah. Was that like well, this, you know, the Battle of New York and the incident and all the, and then that none of that went anywhere. It right. never mattered. Right. And so I'm um, they they have to prove to me that it's different this time.
1: Apparently there's an evil Phil Colson in season six. I don't really know what's going on at this point. I really hope they're not jumping the shark because I really like the show. But
2: Okay, so we're going to wrap up. Before we go, uh, fan service, what's a movie that you want to see in Phase 4? Something new that they're completely introducing? Because we know its sequels are most likely i out.
1: I'm very excited for Shang-Chi. I think that that's not probably what you're looking for, but no, I'm really good. excited for that movie. I really want him to do it in like a very Asian kung fu like style, wide shots, not a lot of cuts on the fight scenes. You know, I really that would be a totally different cinematography experience for, from anything we've seen in the MCU.
2: I feel like that is every the Shang Chi should be everything that Iron Fist was supposed to be. That I
1: wanted for yeah, yeah. I said the same stuff about Iron Fist before that came out, but it wasn't done that way. But yeah, I I if. I hope they do that. And I w- get an Asian director that, I don't, did they get a director yet? They did, okay, yeah. Okay, well, hopefully somebody's yeah, familiar with martial arts films. Yes. He has um, a
2: background in different. that. they are different. They are. But it's a whole different beast. The idea of watching, like, potentially a big martial arts film, like, like hero, like the ones I really, really love. Yeah, but within but, the MCU? And you mix it with magic, like Shang-Chi has. Yeah. Like, oh. That's gonna be fun. It's a difficult task, but if I
3: mean if they pull in the right people who know what they're doing, and they have that kind of Marvel well, budget, I think they have. Cool, I think so. they
1: have the budget and the uh, push in the industry and pull in the industry. So, but
3: they have to want to. That's true. Yeah, that's the key, right? Like that's what I'm like it's kind of it's their decision. It's the, it's their movie to fail on at this point, right? Right. Um. I mean, for mine, it was kind of the, the Shuri thing that I mentioned. I think it would be really cool to see her become her own hero, and I'd like to see the idea of. Mech suits continuing on because I think they're a really fun thing to watch, even I if agree. it's not Tony. So
2: I've mentioned this multiple times. I'm eager to see them straddle the line of um, good and bad, and have people operate in the gray area. I think by introducing Ghost and in Ant Man and the Wasp, you can bring her in for the Thunderbolts, which can lead to the Dark Avengers and like just a lot of doors still on Planet Earth with. Uh, people who operate in those gray areas, if they're able to make a deal, another deal with Sony, they could bring Venom into that. Was it Bullseye Agent Venom. in the
1: uh, Dark Avengers? He was. They could bring Bullseye back from Daredevil.
3: So here, here's here's an interesting question because I've seen some articles around this topic, and I'm curious what your opinions are. Do you think there should be any more Avengers movies?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Like,
3: actually titled Avengers. Well, it could be
1: New Avengers or whatever, or Young Avengers, sure. Sure. I I think, yeah, I think there should be.
2: I think there should be, because the Avengers lineup has changed so many times in the comics that it makes sense for the the image and the symbolism of the Avengers are more important than the cast.
3: So, for me, part of me thinks there shouldn't be, and there's a very specific reason for it, because... I, I like your reasoning and i'm totally on board with that good if, if they wanted Cause... to stay in universe though there's this thread since the 2012 movie avengers that they are the avengers right that if they're not going to save the earth then they'll avenge it and they do that's that's what the infinity saga is is them avenging right that's how it ends is with them they lost they lost right and they avenged it even tony makes the line i'm following you there so part of me thinks maybe then that's done
1: except i mean in the comic books they do that all the time and they're still called the avengers but
3: that um, this was a very specific thread that they tugged on multiple times in the saga right the, the actual name the fact that they call themselves the avengers I think you're trying to be
1: clever and and I appreciate that but it's it I,
3: wasn't my thing to be clever about I'm avengers
1: just, avengers is making has made them so much money and they're not just going to dump that name
3: I, they're not going to dump the branding they're not going to dump exactly. a or anything like that i'm making just a point about the call like do, do you need to call anything avengers anymore i don't know that you do it's a marvel movie people are going to go see it it doesn't have to be called avengers
1: God, they're going to still call it avengers i'm pretty sure i
3: don't know
2: We will see, guys. Okay, so you know, join us next week for our review of Detective Pikachu. Also, let us know in the comments section uh, what you want to see from Phase Four, from any of the Disney Plus shows, the Hulu shows, anything going forward with the MCU. It all is connected and it's all disconnected. We don't know.
3: I do have a question for you guys before we go. Is there what movie left in the 2019 slate? Are you now most excited to see?
1: Of MCU movies? Just, just in, general, in general.
3: Any 2019 release.
1: I mean, probably Star Wars for me. They're I'm a Star sure. Wars guy no matter what, and it's going to be there for
2: me. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I have no idea why I'm so hyped for that film. I cannot. I also have no idea ex- why I'm so excited I I for that I can't explain film. it. It is inexplicable. But I am. Fair enough. Hype. So much hype.
3: Um, I'm torn between uh, the live-action Aladdin and uh gemini
1: man so there's a surprise two <laughs> will, will smith, smith sandwich I know, so it's happy. gonna be gemini man because you get two will smiths in no, that that, movie. There's, a,
3: there's a real big opportunity for gemini man to be terrible yeah. okay so i'm not saying it's going to be good i'm very interested in it it's the first movie I ever shot at 120 frames per second right it's so not I'm will smith that about, you're interested
1: in it's just the, will
3: smith gets me to go see the movie yes. Okay, the 120 frames per second is very interesting to me because the high frame rate of the Hobbit movies was funky to watch. This is much higher than that, um, and this is the f- this is the first real time that a like a comic book, a non comic book movie, is using this de aging technology at, at a high level. And I'm very curious to see how well they can pull it off, which with what is likely not a very big budget. So
1: all that was a setup so that he could talk about Will Smith.
2: It was. That's what this entire show was. Yeah, exactly. He's
1: The whole time he's been waiting, when can I bring this question up? i was talking, like, talking about Will I, Smith. I
2: pitched the show, Derek, I want to have a Marvel and DC uh, s- podcast. And he's like, well, what about just a Will, Will, Will Smith. Smith podcast?
1: <laughs> and you were like, well, let's compromise.
2: <laughs> let's just do a movie podcast. <laughs> All right. Well,
3: happy 10th anniversary to the Star Trek Kelvin timeline. Thanks. That's that's tomorrow. Okay. So. so
1: that's more of cool. a red shirts and runabouts thing, but whatever.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. you know,
3: you guys are just, you know,
2: he hijacks the show,
3: continuing yeah, the talk. So I just figured I'd throw that in there.
2: All right, guys, we are done for tonight. Let us know what you think is going to happen in the MCU phase four. We're always open to ideas and we probably could have talked about this for another hour or so. Uh, you can follow Ryan at Buster Props on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Derek at the Star Trek dude on the facebook and twitter you can follow me at siren ray on facebook instagram and twitter and vero You, you can follow screen heroes at screen heroes pod on twitter and you can follow every show on the heroes podcast network at heroes podcast thank you so much for joining us we love you goodbye